Megyn Kelly makes $62 million off of Blackface. Bruce Jenner's makes millions off of Ladyface. John James hits the snooze button on the black community in his most recent ad. And my little brother wrote a report about me in his ninth grade English class. This and much more in this episode of Curious Conversations. This is Zachary Kameen, the Curious Christian. Detroit is in the house. For what's known as Western interests. To develop in a conviction that there are some things so clear. It's worth to be about the glory of God. Some things so eternally true that they're worth dying for. Yeah. The first task is to, is to get the believers to believe. If a man has not discovered something that he will die for, he didn't get to live. All right, guys, this is Curious Conversations. And if you'd be so kind as to go to Twitter and follow me on at Zachary Kameen, uh, that way you can keep up with um, some of my um, tweets, what's going on in the world, my own commentary on things. If you want to see me ranting at uh, Abdul Al-Sayed or yelling at him, all the fun things. And it's not just him. I'm an equal opportunity offender. Uh Mostly because if somebody's not willing to have a conversation, all you can do is uh, not let them talk. Uh, and I shouldn't even say that I let them talk, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to get my words in ed- in my words and enjoy the uh, effects of that on his people. But enough about Abdul Al Sayed because he is not the person that's important right now. Uh, which is why he lost his, well, which is why he lost the uh, primary election. That's why we have Gretchen Whitmer running and not him, because he sucks and she's better. And that's coming from somebody who doesn't have any intentions of voting for uh, Gretchen Whitmer. Uh, Dealing with Megyn Kelly, uh, she uh, is being heralded on the right as almost a saint, almost a uh, person who has been you know, wrongfully uh, convicted, as it were, which is quite fascinating to me. Uh, but um, and it's dealing with her uh, blackface remarks. And, you know, yes, by all means, they were most definitely offensive, and I'm not going to say that they were not. Uh, I personally have never seen anybody dress up in blackface that wasn't a movie star. Uh, I've, any, I've heard people thinking about doing it and then quickly shot down, which in my mind is probably the best thing to do. Uh, that being said, we're going to uh, deal with uh, I guess the hypocrisy of the whole deal. Uh, when when you have a woman like Megyn Kelly uh, say, you know, I don't see the issues with uh, blackface if we're supposed to be all adults here, what's wrong with a kid dressing up like uh, you know, Diana Ross is her reference. 
uh, and you know they'll they'll condemn her. In fact, they fired her and barely even fired. They scapegoated her and uh, gave her sixty-two million dollars for letting them scapegoat her. You know she got screwed, but at least they paid her. You know, it's basically my attitude about that. But you know, it's it's the uh, storyline. It makes NBC look like a hero for the social justice warriors. When it's not real true, they bought her off. They paid her to take the fall. And, I mean, $62 million. I'll basically, uh, I'll be willing to take the fall for $62 million for the love. I have, I don't feel bad for her at all. But at the same time, you know, when they do this, but then they have uh, a, a man like Bruce Jenner's, who for the past couple of years has been uh, playing ladyface. And nobody bats an eye, nobody laughs, nobody scoffs, nobody commentates, nobody because, oh, well, that's, that's hate speech to, uh, to make fun of him or to criticize him or be uh, critical with him. But he's, he's mocking women when he does this. Uh, he is not a woman. He, he is it'd be like somebody who's wearing blackface saying I am a black person it, but you're not you're a, a white person or whatever uh, other uh, ethnicity that's not uh, black and you know it's one thing to put on it's one thing to put on a dress but then you know once you take it off you're, you know, and, and say that you're a woman when you have the dress on, but then take it off when you're not wearing the dress and you say, oh, I'm a man now. You know, there's one thing, you know, we, a lot of people make a lot of money off of that. You know, you've, you've got uh, Tyler Perry that makes a lot of money on dressing drag, right? Uh, and pretending to be a woman when he does as Medea or what have you. You know, there's a lot of black people who made a lot of money, like Dave Chappelle putting on whiteface. People made a lot of money putting on blackface. Uh, people make a lot of money putting on lady face. Women make a lot of money putting on man face. Uh, you look at the movie White Chicks, a lot of money was made by doing that. Uh, now people are getting up in arms about it just because it's the cool thing to be up in arms about. Uh, it's, it's not, that's not to say that there isn't a history of racism behind it. I think they just wanted to be obnoxious. Uh, nobody's that serious about these things. I'm not that serious. Maybe it's just because I live in Michigan and I'm a country bumpkin, as it were, people would say. Uh, the Midwest is out of touch with reality, as they would say in San, in San Francisco while they're walking around in high heels and full beards walking down the San Francisco roads. I don't really take you seriously. I don't expect you to take me seriously. We live on different parts of the country. Uh, that being said, I, I don't really care about what Megyn Kelly says because n nobody really cares. Uh, good for her. She made $62 million off of this. It's a fake controversy. Let's move on. There was nothing really to get on in the first place. Bruce Jenner, on the other hand, is a huge issue because he's actually doing something wrong, uh, which is trying to get people to stay transgendered when there are 
of the thousands who have actually done the surgeries and done the conversions, uh, more and more of them are trying to uh, reconvert or try to reverse it, which is possible. You are able to reverse uh, uh, the <laughs> the transsexual conversion, as it were. Uh, it's not a permanent thing. Now, I don't think I don't know if you're able to have kids after you do it. So you'd probably be, you know, the equivalent of a eunuch. But people are saying, you know, uh, I was wrong. I shouldn't have done the surgery. Can I reverse it? And doctors are like, yeah, you can. And it takes about a year. But I encourage anybody who has gotten the surgery and are feeling guilty, do not get drastic. And many are just committing suicide. Do not do that. I would suggest you seek after uh, this the uh, surgery or the process of reversing it do not um, kill yourself uh, when there is a way to simply reverse it uh, that being said uh, moving on from that we have a lot more ground to cover and I preferred not talking about the negative of those two uh, but let's talk about John James John James is hitting it right on the head he's doing great right now and He's doing the right thing in this part of the uh, campaign where uh, his platform's out there. Everybody knows where he stands. Everybody knows where uh, he is, where he views. But he's definitely not an idealist in the sense that he's just going to hit his high horse. He's just going to hit his topic. He's just going to stomp his feet and say, you know, this is what I believe, now vote for me. But he's actually, he's actually now... Looking at other, pe- looking at specific people, and saying, "Hey, you over there, uh, vote for me!" Right? Uh, and he is pointing to Detroit. He's pointing to the inner cities and looking at, namely, uh, the black folks in the inner cities and saying, and outside the inner cities. But he's especially looking there and says, "Hey, vote for me. What's wrong with you? Why are you?" even considering voting for Debbie Stabenow, who's done nothing right by you. Uh, why are you not considering me? Why why would you not think that I was a good choice? Uh, you know, and he goes into saying, you know, uh, our parents bled and died and fought to get us this far. Uh, why would we stop now? Uh, we need representation too. And he's absolutely right. Uh, he's been kicking against this, this basically his whole campaign. He he and he's right. He he's not. His message is not a black message or a white message. It's an American message. It's a human message. It's an American dream message. But <clears throat> he is uh, a man. He is a father. He is he is especially a husband. He is a godly man. He's a Christian man. He's also a black man, and if he is not to use that uh, tool in the tool belt, uh, then he is basically missing out in one sense. Uh, there are many who do not realize that he's a black man because uh, none of his ads go on to the uh, networks that that the uh, black community watch or in 
Debbie Stabenow, almost none of her ads show him, show his face, because uh, she's smart. She knows that if she's uh, if she shows that she's running against a black man, it's going to lose some of her black voters, and so she's trying to avoid that. Well, uh, John James is making it a point to show his face, uh, which is a good thing. Uh, I'm happy now, actually, now looking back, it's probably for the best that he didn't uh, do a, you know, black people vote for me mentality because uh, then all of a sudden he gets a lot of flack. This is a good time to start pushing this kind of ad now that it's only, you know, a week and a half out. I think he's being very strategic. He was very smart with this. I don't know if it was his idea or if it was Tory Sachs's ideas. Uh, but I think they're doing great. Uh, it's getting them just over that edge. If he can get, you know, seven percent of um, the pop of the black population that was going to vote for uh, Debbie to then vote for him, then he wins easily, right? Because it it would be seven going towards him, but seven going away from her, or um, those who weren't going to vote at all, just voting for him instead of not voting at all. Uh, would be great too. Uh, these are uh, things that need to be considered, and I think that he's being very calculative. He is being very wise in the way he's doing this. Um, I am encouraged that he's doing this because, as many of you know, I've I've since the be since man since uh, the fall of or winter of 2016 have been. Uh, supporting him. I've been rooting for him. I knew he was gonna, I definitely knew he was gonna get the endorsement, which he did, and I'm quite confident, and just as confident, if not more confident, uh, now than I was then that he's gonna get uh, the general, he's gonna win the election. And I think secretly Gary Peters wants John James to win, uh, but you know. His party affiliation it it make it forces him to uh, you know endorse Debbie Stabenow, but I think secretly uh, behind closed doors he would much rather have John James than Debbie Stabenow. Uh, moving on from that, uh, my little stinker brother decided that he was gonna do a uh, report on me or a speech on me. Uh, saying about how I'm his best friend, which is obviously something uh, every every man wants is that his uh, if he has little brothers that they look up to him. Uh, mind you, uh, Coda, my little brother, he's uh, my brother by marriage. Uh, he's my wife's little brother, so I've known him for about six years, and so uh, him wanting to do a speech about me was encouraging, was enlightening, was uh, uh, really cool. And this, I only bring this up because I think that, or one thing that I've been teaching and I push a lot uh, to all men, but especially young men, is one, get married quickly, uh, become a father, uh, just after that, and start mentoring just after that. 
because, you know, uh, God is a father, he is a husband, and he is a mentor. Uh, I often say, you know, you need to reflect, as, as men, we are to reflect God the Father as good fathers. We are to reflect God the Son as good husbands, and we are to uh, reflect God the Holy Spirit as good mentors, as good counselors. And I'm, I was just encouraged because, you know, I know that my wife, at least in front of me, says I'm a good husband. I often joke with her that, you know, that's what you say now. Uh, give it time. You know, uh, that's just my own, uh, own negative self-esteem, as it were. Uh, but with that, then, you know, my daughters absolutely adore me, say that I'm a good dad, and obviously I appreciate that. But this is new in the sense that, you know, I've got my little brother who I mentor saying that I'm a, I'm a good mentor. And so that's something that is super encouraging to me because it shows that I'm on track in that sense. Uh, so uh, how do we close up this show how how should we uh go forward in this um throughout the week throughout the day uh with everything that's in mind here i would say uh don't let uh the don't let san francisco control you if you're not in san francisco there's a reason why we are not democracy right so i would if you're, you know, if California is freaking out about something, that doesn't mean it has to affect you in Alabama or Michigan or New York or Florida or anywhere like that. We have it set up in such a way in our country that we have a lot of blockades to stop and or slow down uh, the ripples, the ripple effect. Uh, who cares what happens on that, you know, on the west side of the Rocky Mountains, on the east side of the Rocky Mountains? Right? Uh, who cares what happens here in the Great Lakes when they live over in Mississippi? You know, that, that stuff doesn't matter as much, and nor should it. Uh, when somebody asks me, what do I think about Bruce Jenner? I'm like, why? Like, he's not my neighbor, right? He's... He, I'm, I'm called to love my neighbor. He's not my neighbor. He lives in San Francisco. Go ask some, or wherever he lives. Go ask, you know, Los Angeles. Uh, go ask them where, uh, how they love on him. Uh, I'm trying to love on those who live here in Southeast Michigan, over here in Detroit, area, Metro Detroit area, over here in Flat Rock. Uh, trying to love my neighbor, trying to love those who I actually deal with trying to love my little brother, which apparently is successful because uh, despite all the shenanigans that he puts up with and I put up with him, uh, he respects me enough to want to uh, praise me in front of his uh, classmates. Uh, and I'll get him on here sooner or later once he stops having panic attacks every time I suggest it. Uh, but no, like, Show me my neighbor and I will love them. Do not give me arbitrary abstracts by which I have no idea. Uh, 
and I would encourage you as well to do the same. Do not love abstracts. Do not quote unquote love mankind or love humanity or love the world. Uh, do not seek world peace. Seek home peace. Seek peace in your own home. Seek peace in your household. Seek peace in your neighborhood. Knock on your neighbor's door and see if they're at peace and help them out. Uh, seek church peace. Uh, you can slowly expand it, but uh, seek, I, want, I guess, personal peace, right? Uh, those are things that you need to take away from all this. Uh, this being so bent out of shape about uh, blackface and ladyface and the race wars, as it were, uh, gets us off focus on the things that we can actually do. Uh, little things like me, I <laughs> every time my little brother acts up, I make him go cut wood, right? Uh, every time my little brother comes over, I always teach him something new. Uh, he's only uh, 14, I think. Pretty sure he's 14. He hasn't aged on me yet, I don't think. Uh, Last I remember, he's 14. Anyways, uh, but teaching my daughters, uh, we just bought a, a bow and arrow set. My daughters are four, two, and zero. Uh, and I'll be teaching my oldest, Rain, how to shoot a bow and arrow. Uh, I'll be uh, teaching Coda how to shoot a bow and arrow. Uh, these are fun things. These are good things to have learned in your childhood and these are easy things by which men anywhere at any time uh, especially here in Michigan can take advantage of and uh, use to their advantage in the way of raising up their families uh, that is basically all I've got today uh, I hope you guys enjoyed yourself as much as I enjoyed uh, talking uh, if any again, if anybody wants to follow me on Twitter, uh, follow me there at Zachary Kameen, or if you want to email me at Zachary Kameen um, at yahoo.com, or go on my YouTube channel and subscribe there at Curious Christian. And um, you know, if anybody wants to hop on this show, just talk to me on there, direct message me, um, tweet me, email me. Do all the things in order to get a hold of me. Uh, I won't give you my number because that's just awkward. Uh, you can ask for my number on email and I'll give it to you there. Uh, well, until next time, uh, blessings on your day. Continue the curious conversation and enjoy the rest of your life, guys. Talk to you later. Bye.